Okay, everybody. Let's get this party going. Happy Father's Day to all the dads in the room. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd clap, but I have my hands full right now, so. Awesome. Well, I'm anticipating a wonderful night. I, I wasn't anticipating necessarily a full night because I really thought it's a holiday. It's probably going to be a lot of Father's Day celebrations, but I, I was really wrong. So anyway, I'm glad you guys are here. I'm glad you, you made room for the fellowship and the gathering and assembling of yourselves with believers this Sunday evening. I'm glad my sister's here and Dale, unfortunately, is out there working at the SeaTac airport doing his thing. So, But we, we just wish a happy Father's Day on him and Forrest and Amy. They're going to stay home tonight celebrating as well. And so we just bless them too and anyone else that you guys know that's extended extensions of this house and your, your lives. You know, we just want to bless the dads. We want to bless our fathers. And honestly, more than anything else, we want to... We want to bless our, our Father, our Papa God in heaven, and we are going to do that bigly. Is that what President Trump always says? Big league? Is it big league or bigly? Someone help me. I think it's big league. Anyway, he used to say it all the time. Things are going to get bigly pretty soon here. I just feel it in my bones. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Huge. Awesome. <laughs> Huge. Yes. Okay. Don't take me down a side trail here because I may not be able to come back. I have found some encouragement this week, but we'll talk about that with some of you later if you want to talk those things. Yeah. Tammy's stoked as well. You know, some of, sometimes for all of us, I should say not all of us, some of us, most of us, we... We find our different sources of information to stay on track with what's happening in our world, and it can be really discouraging. And then you can find some news sources that cover the same things but actually bring hope to it. So that's all I'm going to say. We found some, some sources of hope-filled news feed, which has been really good. All right, we are going to start. You know, last week we opened up with a declaration that was from an email that I received a year ago from a couple. Most of you were here, some of you weren't. Um, but even if you weren't here, we're going to go for it one more time. I feel like this would be a good one just to get in our, get in our blood a little bit, get it in our bones, because it's powerful. So if you guys are ready, why don't we all stand together? We are going to prepare for worship. Is it going to come up there? There we go. So this is a, a prophetic word that we received from Garrett and Jane Kramer last year. Pretty close to the same date. Wait, is today the 19th? Whoa. One year ago today. No, today is the 19th. Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth, everybody. If you're a federal worker, hopefully you're off work tomorrow like me. Anyway, so yes, one year ago was, and I won't read the whole letter this time, we're just going to go for it with the declaration. So if you're ready, it, it'll, it's a little lengthy, but you know, don't worry, it does come to an end at some point. So I just thought I'd tell that to a couple of you who weren't here last week. Okay, so here we go. You guys ready? So thank you, Lord, that you delight in us. We will not despise small beginnings. For there's a plumb line in our hands 
that will extend out and expand into many places in our region. We are creating and building something with the Lord that will go from generation to generation, and it will be a lasting legacy. Hallelujah. What we are building, which is right now underground, and not many can see, will bring life and living water to dry and dead places, just like plumb lines under the ground that bring life to plants, so will we as a church bring life to dead places. God, you are our fountain of life, and you spring up and flow out of us. So we ask for more encounters with our Heavenly Father, a continual infilling of Holy Spirit to pour out everywhere we go. We are plumb lines and conduits of Jesus, God Almighty, and of his healing and restorative, life-giving power. Thank you, Father. May our Almighty God fill us with complete peace and perseverance and endurance and zeal for him and for his people. Lord, manifest your presence in our gatherings. Holy Spirit, move in power through us and through our meetings. King of glory, come. Holy Spirit, swoop in. Amen. That's a good word, you guys. Yeah, so let's just prepare our hearts for worship. After we've made those declarations, let's just, let's just enter into his presence now. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the blood of Jesus, for the body of Jesus that opened the way for us to come into your presence. So tonight, God, we just enter into your gates with thanksgiving. We enter your courts with praise. We have come to magnify the name of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the name of our healer, of our rescuer, of our everything, King Jesus. Jesus, we lift your name high tonight. We exalt you over our lives, over our circumstances, over our city, over our region. Lord, let your spirit be poured out on this gathering tonight. We just open up the floodgates inside of us and we release that river of your living presence, the river of living water. So we say, Holy Spirit, come and have your way tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship. We want to bring honor to that name. 
the name above all names. The name above all names. There is no other name given on the earth, under the earth, or in heaven, or in all creation by which we can be saved, but the name of Jesus. And it's at your name, King Jesus, that every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, is, is master, is ruler, is king over all creation. We choose to not wait until that final day, God. We, we choose today to declare you as Lord over our own lives. Each one of us individually, God, we, we declare you are my Lord. I can't say it for somebody else. I can only say it for myself. You are my Lord, King Jesus. You are my King, my God, my everything. I just say thank you with everyone else in this room, God, I personally say thank you for saving me. Thank you for rescuing me from the miry pit. You rescued me, you reached down your hand from on high. There was no one else who could save me, no one else who could rescue me from my own failure, from my own doing. But you chose by your grace, each one of us, you chose by your grace to reach down that nail-scarred hand. You worked out salvation yourself. You worked it out on the cross for us. And you reached down your hand and you saved us. You pulled us up. You pulled me up out of that pit and you placed my feet on a rock, the rock of King Jesus, the firm foundation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Grace and peace to you from him who is and who was and who is to come. And from the sevenfold spirit before the throne. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness the firstborn from the dead and the ruler of the kings of the earth to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and has made us to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. That's my prayer tonight, God. My prayer for myself and for every person in this room that our lives, our redeemed lives would bring glory and honor to you, to him who saved us and freed us from our sins by his blood. You're the ruler of the kings of the earth, king of kings. May our lives bring you glory and honor. Thank you, Lord. We're going to continue just to worship by taking communion together. I've asked David and Cara if they would so graciously lead us tonight in a time of communion. 
So we're going to invite you guys up and hand it over to you. Everybody wants to come up and partake of the elements. Jesus. And this is a really special moment taking communion, the elements. And this might sound funny to some people, but I really enjoy taking the elements now because it's this, this is the free gift that Jesus paid for us on the cross. And when we look at the bread we discern that as his body and it was his body on the cross that took all that pain and suffering for us but not just that he could take the pain and suffering but also so that we could be made whole and that we could be healed Jesus wants us to be whole and healed and I love that so when we take the bread Just think about that free healing that Jesus gave for you. So Lord, thank you for your broken body that was broken for us. Thank you for sending your son. And we thank you, Lord, that your body gives us healing. 
In Jesus' name, let's take the bread. for the cup of sacrifice that Jesus was found worthy to come and pay for our sins and he said yes to that and because of that our sins are forgiven but so are those generational sins from our past our family's past those generational curses we don't have to walk under those anymore those aren't welcome anymore we're under the blood covenant of Jesus Christ. We're under the mercy seat. We are grafted in to his kingdom. We are sons and daughters of a good father, a good father who sent his only son to die for us. So Lord, I just thank you for this cup of sacrifice, that there is power in the blood of Jesus to redeem us of every sin, iniquity, and curse from our past, our present, and our future, and our generations from here and beyond are redeemed in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just thank you as we partake of the cup. getting a word while we were worshiping too for um, tonight I feel like there's I'm sensing there's healing tonight for um, Alzheimer's for dementia for brittle bones there's a legacy here and I just want to speak over we are aging well what was on your parents your grandparents you don't have to take that your parents, your grandparents, bad back, bad knees, bad joints, that's gone in the name of Jesus. We are under a sound mind, Alzheimer's, dementia. We will age well and sharply in Jesus' name. So Lord, again, we thank you for the body that we just partook of, your holy body, your powerful blood, that it speaks better it's a better testimony. And I thank you that Legacy Church has, will leave a legacy of aging gracefully, sharp mind, quick wit, long lives, strong to stand, continue the work, long life and long days. In Jesus' name. ever going to lead in communion again. Just let these guys do it. Hey, let's just respond. Can we, can we respond with a little bit more worship tonight? I'm not going to preach tonight really at all. I'm just going to read a couple of scriptures and then we're going to have a time of encounter. Ethan's laughing because he doesn't believe me. So let's, let's just stand and let's just worship a little longer if we could. In response to that communion and, and in response to that word, a sound mind, let's just declare this song as we finish off this, this time of worship. Thank you, Lord. I don't know about you guys, but there's something powerful declared in that song. 
I use each breath to prophesy. I prophesy. What, I just, this is a little bit of a side trail, a rabbit trail, but what are we prophesying over ourselves, over your individual life? What do you speak? Do you speak that, I do this a lot, and I'm just, I'm preaching to myself here. Do, do we speak, I'm tired, I'm burned out, I'm in a bad mood, you know, everyone seems to be against me. Traffic sucks. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe you can't change that with a declaration. Maybe you can. Our words are powerful. And when we, when we know what truth is, God invites us to take hold of what is true, what is the higher truth, and, and prophesy over ourselves, prophesy over our, over our situation. Like the doctor may say, hey, you got a tumor and it's not looking good. I'm going to give you an estimated time frame to live. And you can receive that, that prophecy. It's pro prophetic words are just words spoken with belief, with faith. You could receive the doctor's prophetic word or you could say, okay, I'm going to leave the office here, the doctor's office, and I'm going to go in my car and I'm going to say, Father, Father God, what do you have to say about this situation? And when you hear him say, my, my plans for you are for your good, then you prophesy that. I know your, your plans for me are good. Your thoughts towards me are for my, my benefit, my well-being. That cancer was dealt with on the cross. I'm not saying that I have cancer. I hope not. But if I do, it's, it's gone now, so... I just want to encourage you guys to prophesy. Use each breath. Let that be something that gets into, your, into the wiring of your brain because we don't naturally think this way. We don't think of our words as being powerful, but our words are powerful. There's life and there's death in the tongue. The power of life and death is in the tongue. So... I'll encourage myself, encourage you all. Let's practice speaking life. Let's practice speaking the word of God into situations. Well, hey, it's Father's Day. So again, happy Father's Day to the dads in the room. Dads who have been dads to be. I don't know how many children you all will have that have no children yet, but hey, God knows. He knows how many sons, how many daughters. So we just say happy Father's Day to you guys. Um, I really was, I, I had a, a whole thing prepared for going through, continuing through Ephesians 3, um, the first four, 13 verses, and it was going to be good. We we're going to talk about the manifold wisdom of God and how through the church, what the church is, the ecclesia, some good stuff. But I felt like God was like, giving permission to have fun tonight. So maybe at the end of this, some of you will say, well, I don't know, maybe you thought that was fun, but I thought it was weird. Because we're going to have, at the end of a couple scriptures, we're going to go into a time of what I would call an activation. And there was this man named Bob Jones who passed away on uh, Valentine's Day 2014. <clears throat> Bob Jones, many of you know, was a prophet, in the body of Christ. He was one of those Kansas City prophets. And 
a while back, he had shared at Bethel Church multiple times he had come to Bethel. And I had come across this time of him ministering. And so we just took a clip of it out, took a section of it out where he leads the whole church, the whole congregation into an encounter with the Father. So that's where some of you might think this is kind of weird. I would just say the choice is yours where you want to go with it. You can step into the activation or you can observe. You know, no one's making anyone do anything. But before we go into it, let me just give you guys, give all of us a few scriptures just to kind of preface why we would even do such a thing is what we'll do with this video. So here we go. And look, I don't even have angel music in the background tonight. Some of you are like, good, because it's annoying. <laughs> so we're just going to call this evening's Father's Day gathering, Encountering the Father. I believe we've been encountering the Lord already from the time we walked in, through worship, through communion. Um, we've encountered the Lord. You know, our God exists in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Jesus right now, when he ascended into heaven, he sat down at the right hand of the Father. He's in heaven right now. It's a real place. He's a real person. The Father is a real person. Jesus is at his right hand right now in heaven, surrounded by myriads and myriads of angels in worship and celebration. Those who have died and gone before us are at rest in his presence. And the Holy Spirit was poured out on us. Some of us would say the third member of the Trinity. Well, the Holy Spirit is not an it. The Holy Spirit is a he. The Holy Spirit is God, and God is with us. God is in us by the Holy Spirit, and he comes upon us in our corporate gatherings as we all join together, where two or more are gathered. There he is in, their, in our, there I am in your midst, Jesus said. Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Christ. He's the Spirit of Jesus. So he gives us the ability to go from here into a place of encountering God in the third heaven, in the heavenly realm. I even had so many scriptures, but I thought, man, if I go through all these, we're never going to get to the video part, the activation. But, you know, you can read for yourselves Revelation chapter 4. Or even in Revelation chapter 1, John, the apostle John, was worshiping Jesus. He was in the, on the Lord's day worshiping. And then he fell into the spirit. He had basically had a trance. He went out in the spirit, and he was caught up. He saw Jesus as he is right now, his eyes blazing like fire, face shining like the sun in all its brilliance. His voice sounded like rushing water. And at the sight of him, the Jesus that he knew for, for many years, at the sight of King Jesus, in his full glory, John fell at his feet as though dead. He basically fainted, and Jesus took him and lifted him up. And then we go into John uh, Revelation chapter 14, and John heard a voice say, come up here. And there was a door in, into heaven. He saw a portal, basically, an opening. You can call it what you want. Some of us use portal words. There's a, there's a portal in this place. Or you could say there's an open door. Or you could just say, you know, I have the Holy Spirit who gives me access to the Father. Let's look at some scriptures. I'm not sure if I've, if I've convinced you guys yet that this is biblically legitimate. So here we go. Let's just look at Ephesians 2. We read, we, we covered a lot of this in our going through the book of Ephesians, so this will be a little refresher. But God still loved us with such great love. 
He is so rich in compassion and mercy. Even when we were dead and doomed in our many sins, he united us into the very life of Christ. You have been united into the very life of Christ. And he saved us by his wonderful grace. He raised us up with Christ, the exalted one. And get this, we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm, also known as the third heaven by some of us, the heavenly realm. For we are now, like right now, at this very moment, we are now co-seated as one with Christ. So you're already there. You're, you're already, by the Holy Spirit, we are already in the heavenly realm. We are like dual citizens. You are a house of the Lord, of a temple of the Lord, positioned between two worlds, between heaven and earth. You yourself, if you've received Jesus, you've become a holy of holies, the most holy place where the presence of God dwells. And you have access to the throne of grace 24-7 while you're here on earth. This, this kind of imagery, this kind of truth, it, it causes us to like pause for a minute and think, I got to wrap my mind around this. I have to, I'm here on earth and what I see is all physical. It's all natural, created. And what you're saying, pastor, is that the Bible's saying that not only are we here in this natural physical realm, but we're also currently simultaneously in an unseen, uncreated realm by the Spirit of God who is in us. I'm just reading what the scripture says. So let's look at another verse. I'm not sure if I've convinced y'all yet. <laughs> Ephesians 2.13 says, Yet look at you now. Everything is new. Maybe some of us should do that tomorrow morning when we get up and we look in the mirror after we got ready. Look at you now. Just point at yourself. Look at you now. Everything is new. Teeth are brushed. Hair is washed. Although you were once distant and far away from God, now you have been brought delightfully close to him. You have been brought delightfully close to God through the sacred blood of Jesus. So the blood of Jesus is what it cost to take us from earth and unite us to the spirit of God to become a new person, a new creature in Christ and give us access to come before the throne. It's amazing. We should, we should be constantly thankful just for this, the fact that we, we have constant 24-7 access to God. Like we get to go to the King of Kings. Think about it. Selah. And if you need to preach, interrupt, just grab the microphone. It's not an interruption. I, mean, I shouldn't call it that. Exactly, yes. Ephesians 2, 17 and 18. For the Messiah has come to preach the sweet message of peace. So let's just take a deep breath. It's peace. God wants you and I to, to experience the Prince of Peace and to receive the shalom, the peace of heaven. You know, and the Bible says, Paul wrote, the peace of God, it transcends. It goes beyond our understanding. So whatever is on your brain, whatever's going on in the world that tries to pull you down and tries to just weigh on you with all of the cares and concerns of what's going on. There's a higher truth. It's the peace of God that transcends 
our, what our brains are constantly or currently in the middle of. And you can access it. So Paul prayed, may the peace of God that transcends our understanding, may it come and may it be released. May it guard like a shield your heart and your mind through faith in Christ Jesus. So God doesn't want us to go through the, the crap that's going on in the world without him, without accessing what he's made available. He has peace. He has shalom. He has power, authority, provision for you and I, a shield and protection for you and I to grab hold of and to wrap around ourselves and to walk forth. I shouldn't use King James words. Walk forth ye to walk the walk, walk forward, take your steps, you know, go your, go about your business. He wants you to, to know that he is with you in it all. So it's the message of peace. And I know I said I wasn't going to preach. Isabel, you were right. And now, because we are united to Christ, we both have equal and direct access in the realm of the Holy Spirit to come before the Father. Okay, Paul's saying it, and in a few minutes, we're going to let the prophet Bob Jones take us there through an activation. He's basically taking this scripture and helping the body of Christ, helping believers go through some steps of just praying and stepping in. You guys ready for it? It's coming. Got another scripture. It's good. First time I played it, I was here by myself, and I started getting really wrecked in a good way. So it's good. I will say as, a, as a, another side note to that video, you're going to hear and, and hopefully experience what revival is like. Because when the Holy Spirit moves on our lives, when the Holy Spirit shows up in a powerful way or more powerful than our current experience of him, there will be a reaction. It'll, be, it'll affect your voice. It'll affect your body. It'll affect your sight, your senses, all, all five senses of who you are. Actually, Bob will talk about that too. Some people laugh, some people shake. Tonight's going to be a night of freedom. You just respond however you and the Holy Spirit want to respond as you go spend some time before the Father tonight. Okay, so we have direct access in the realm of the Holy Spirit to come before the Father. Hebrews 2, 10 and 12, or 10 through 12. For he towers, Jesus, he towers above all creation. For all things exist through him and for him, and that God made him pioneer of our salvation perfect through his sufferings for this is how he brings many sons and daughters to share in his glory jesus the holy one makes us holy okay so let go of all your striving quit trying to be perfect for god you know he appreciates it he winks at it he's like pats you on the on the head good son good daughter you know you're you're doing your stuff you're in, you're having your quiet time you need it, but it's not going to make you any holier because I've already done it through my blood. Jesus, the Holy One, makes us holy. And as sons and daughters, we now belong to his same Father. So he's not ashamed or embarrassed to introduce us as brothers and sisters. Jesus wants to introduce us. He probably already has for most of you, but he wants you and I to experience being introduced to the Father. Some of us have never really felt comfortable 
seeking the Father, pressing into the Father's face, into his presence. Tonight's an opportunity for that. So he's not ashamed to call us brothers and sisters, for he has said, I will reveal who you really are to my brothers and sisters. I've said it before, and I've referred to this passage in Hebrews 2. Just highlight it in your Bible. Go back to it. Jesus is not ashamed. He's your brother. He has adopted you into the family. You have received the spirit of sonship. Now you are no longer an orphan. You have become an adopted royal daughter or son of God. And Jesus is not ashamed of you. That's pretty amazing. I'm not going to try to go into anything about that. Just believe it. I just want to take it for myself. Jesus, you're not ashamed of me. So, so therefore, let's just break off. Let's drop off all shame, all guilt, all self-condemnation, and let's just put it under the blood right now. Sounds like a good plan? Amen. All right. Last verse. And we're doing good. It's only a 24-minute video. <laughs> Half of it is just ministering. And I'll, we'll, I'll tell you about that in a second. So this last passage, Ephesians 3. So this is what we would be getting to next week if we did the first 13 verses of Ephesians. And it really is a Father's Day scripture. So Paul prayed this for the church in Ephesus. He, he said, I, I kneel humbly in awe before the Father of our Lord Jesus, the Messiah, the perfect Father of every father and child in heaven and on the earth. And I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor. So this takes the Holy Spirit to do something in us, an unveiling within us of the unlimited riches, unlimited. So we, if you've never experienced God in the unseen realm, just know there's unlimited riches. Think about that. Think about treasure. Think about gifts and things that would just take us into a place of awe and wonder if we can truly access it and experience it. Unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. I don't know about you guys, but I want to be filled with his, how did the Passion Translation say it? Divine might, like royal kingdom, heavenly, godly power and might, explosive power. Paul, you know, said that that same power that raised Jesus from the dead is what the same power that lives inside of us. So you have resurrection power living inside of you. It's you're, you're like a dispenser. You're a bottle. You're a jar, a house, some kind of a container. I don't know. You can think of some other different types of containers. Hopefully you have some holes in you to leak out that goodness of God. I know some of you are like, okay, we're talking about the spiritual house, not the physical. We don't want any leakage from your physical house. Okay, so we'll just come against that now in Jesus' name. <clears throat> okay, so... We are going to go ahead and go into this activation time. And I'm going to sit back with you guys because it's Father's Day. I wanted to enjoy the message too. So I thought this would be really fun to go, go together, to hear some 
good old Bob Jones, to step into an activation. Um, <clears throat> let me just kind of give you a, a brief description of what will happen. So he's going to teach. He's going to describe some things that he's experience, had experienced over the years, over many years, actually. And he's going to invite everyone that's in the video. And I'm going to say, let's, let's, we don't have to pretend we're there because we're here. But let's do what they are doing because we, I want us to be able to receive from God what he was doing in that atmosphere and, and have it happen here as well. I believe that God will, will touch you tonight through this. So it's two, basically two activations. One is going to be learning how to go up into the spirit. That sounds kind of weird. That might not be the best way to describe it. So there, there is the heavenly realm, the third heaven, right? We've, we're reading about it. We're already seated there with Christ. We're co-seated with him in the heavenly realm. So we want to be able to access that place on our own. I believe that we access it all the time when we're worshiping Jesus, when you're having quiet time and you're sensing the presence of God. You are actually in that place, but, but you have an invitation from God. I have an invitation to go deeper with him, to step into that heavenly realm and to experience more of him. So the first half of the activation will be just taking us into that. And during that time, you'll see the people standing. I want to invite you guys and I'm going to just give myself permission and freedom to take advantage of that. Close your eyes. Do, do whatever he's asking you to, to do to help you step into that. Um, if you're uncomfortable with it, you don't have to do it. Some people would think, you know, especially if you're not familiar with our stream, people would be like, well, this is kind of like new age or something, you know. You know, I'm not even going to go into that because... I know um, I've probably communicated this to most of you in this room. I am a very much a red flag kind of guy. So if anything feels like it's of the occult or new age, I will put my foot on it really fast. If there's anything unbiblical, people teaching that hell doesn't exist or that everyone's already saved, I put my foot on that. That's not stuff that we will ever embrace in our church. Um, with that said, you know, there are biblical restrictions, but there are, there are also biblical permissions. And based on what we see the believers in Jesus in the New Testament experiencing in, in the kingdom, in the spirit, I believe it's an invitation for you and I to go into that too. Does that make sense? So if you see it happening in the Bible, it doesn't have to look exactly like that, but it gives you and I permission to, to step into that or seek after that kind of encounter with God. I believe he has multiple thousands and thousands of encounters for you and I to experience with him because he wants us to enjoy his presence for the rest of your life. I think you could have an encounter daily if you really know how to just go there with him. Sometimes it just takes God crashing in on you one time and then you just can't get enough. You'll, you'll go after him deeper and deeper. So the first half will be him walking us into an encounter. The second half will be taking that living water, that river of living water that you and, e, you, and e, you and I each carry and releasing it upon each other. It's basically what we do often when we're praying for each other up front here or if we stick a hand on someone next to us and then release the Holy Spirit. It's just going to be another way of helping us see 
spirit, with spiritual eyes to see how we release the presence of God out of us. Jesus said, out of your innermost being, rivers of living water would flow out of you. And he said, the scripture says, and he was referring to the Holy Spirit who was yet to be given. So if he flows out of us, then it's helpful to, to get an understanding of how he flows out of us and how we can actually release the Holy Spirit from ourselves onto other people, especially when we are out in the public or in this gathering praying for healing for someone or praying that someone receives a touch from God. You, got, you guys all good? You following me? Okay. So when we do that second activation, I won't be stopping at all and pausing the video. I'm going to just encourage you guys, um, if you're standing, you, I want to give you freedom to walk around. Now, he says men pray with men, women with mi women. Um, I don't think we have to be strictly, re re strictly restricted, solely restricted to that, but let's just kind of keep that as our aim. And if someone is sitting down and if you're okay with it, if, if people, I might just want to walk around and just put a hand on your back and just release the presence of God. Is anybody opposed to that? Do you feel like you trust everyone in the room? Is there anyone in the room that you don't want touching you? <laughs> just point them out now. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> you! Don't touch me. Hey, you know, there's, there's different things that we've been taught over the years, you know, the Bible says, don't be hasty with the laying on of hands. It doesn't exactly say why. Some people have taken it as far as, well, you don't want to catch something. Personally, I don't think that the Holy Spirit is going to allow something just to be like catching a cold, you know. You're not going to just catch a demon from someone who's carrying one. Now, their funk might get, like, try to come upon you. I say their funk, you know, their critters, whatever they got on them. Maybe it's just a, a, an attitude of the mind. We could try to put that on people, but, you know, sometimes critters that people carry around can influence. I don't think you have to um, see it like you're going to get something from, I'm not talking about anyone in this room. I'm just talking about being afraid of someone touching you. You, you don't have to receive what someone is laying hands on you to impart. It's really up to you to receive or to say, now. Nah, I'm good. Are you guys okay with that? Okay, so let's go ahead. I'm going to put the microphone down, and we're going to go into this. So it's good teaching. You're going to be with the kids. Okay, so once again, the second part, when we're releasing the presence of God on one another, let's just have fun. You don't have to pray anything out. You could just lay a hand on someone next to you if you want to get up and walk around. You know, you can watch the video if you just want to observe. You're going to, you're going to hear with your ears and see with your eyes what a measure of revival looks like what a measure of the Holy Spirit moving on a large group of people looks like. I personally love it, so. All right, here we go. This is either going to make it or break it. You guys are either going to come back next week or you won't, so. There's things that I've understood for many years and never been able to impart. So, and I have taken several of you up here. I want to take you all up tonight, too. But I want to take you farther than I have before. I want to take the kingdom and you up for one another tonight. 
So, the enemy's had a plug right here. It's time that that plug comes out. And if I, by the finger of God, cast Satan out, then the kingdom of God is coming. One of the words she was reading there, that's Matthew 10, 8. Heal the sick. Cleanse the leper, which is Dr. Lear. Raise the dead and kick the devil out of the church. It's not an option, it's a commandment. And this is what's getting ready to take place. We're getting ready to be obedient to what God has called us to be. So, right here, all of you want a visitation. But your daddy and your brother sat down from their labors. They're in heaven. They want you to give them a visitation. And this is one of the things I want to lead you into today. Then I've never had the ability to take people up except recently when he gave me that word about the kingdom coming. Now it's time that the kingdom comes out of you tonight for one another. And I'm going to show you how to do that. But first I want to lay scriptures. On Ephesians 2 6, it says, You're already seated with Christ in heavenly places. It's a done deal. Colossians 1 13 is translated from this present darkness into its marvelous light. That really means raptured. That your soul would be raptured here. And then uh, Romans uh, uh, 12 2. Well, she's turning that. I want to talk to you about a butterfly because many of you have been like, your mind has been worms. I mean, the worm is your memory. Well, that worm has become a butterfly. And it's going to get ready to come here. And a butterfly has to have the sunlight before it can fly. The butterfly lives in the sun. It's time that you be a generation that lives in the sun with the sun. For what the sun does to the butterfly, it pumps the fluids into the wings and everything to where the butterfly can go and reproduce beyond imagination in one year. Romans 12, 2, and this is amplified. Do not be conformed to this world, this age fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs but be transformed changed by the entire renewal of your mind by its new ideals and its new attitude so that you may prove for yourselves what is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you it's time you crawl into the light of the sun it's time you become light and it's time that you reproduce without numbers. So, what I usually have people to do is I have them to stand up. Not yet, I want you to understand. <laughs> I have you to stand up. I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to come. I want you to put your head up and I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to take deep breaths. The worst thing you can do is pray. 
You understand what you're doing if you're praying? I want this raptured. It has to come through here. And that gives the Father a visitation. Now when you get there, some of you people wins. Uh, the angels are mostly unemployed. <laughs> They're looking for a job. When you come up there, there'll be a wind come around some of you and they're going to be signed to you. And you may not understand this, but it says you'll judge angels. You know how you'll judge them? You'll say, yes, I couldn't do this. And it happened supernaturally. And I didn't know it, but that angel was there doing it. You'll judge angels for their rewards. And so they really desire to look into what's going on with you and to help you do things that you can't do. So, I just ask that you take deep breaths and that you look. That looking, you look. That hearing, you hear. That smelling, you smell. That taste, you taste. And most, the, the thing I like the most when I go up is feelings. I feel exactly what Isaiah 29 11 says. I feel loved. I feel that his thoughts towards me are for good. I'm trying to say that all five of your senses become golden. And you can, I, I've used it like this many times, like a hot loaf of bread. I show you a hot loaf of bread with your eyes and what do you see? Okay, I close your eyes and I say to you, I've got a hot loaf of bread in front of you. What do you see? I tear off a hot loaf of bread when your ears are closed and your eyes are closed and I put it under your nose. What do you see with your nose? You see a loaf of bread. I take off a piece and I put it in your mouth. And what do you see with your taste? Bread. If I lay that hot loaf of bread in your hand, what do you see? Bread. You can see with all five senses. The enemy can never shut down all five of your senses at once. So look, some of you will see things. Some of you may smell things. Some of you may taste gold taste and things like that in your mouth. And some of you may hear a spoken word to you. It's really time that you get these things for yourselves. He's told me recently, I want you to quit doing the miracles. I want you to quit feeding them fish. I want you to teach them to fish. So, this is the first place I want to take you. I want you to go up. I'm going to have you get up very shortly. And raise your hands. And I want you taking deep breaths. And the reason I'm having you take those deep breaths is so you won't pray. And you're going to go up.
you're going to go give your daddy a visitation. Now, I'm going to tell you something that some people really get offended when I say this. I don't care. <laughs> I was just talking to Chris. Forty years ago, when I began to go up, I'd go up there and I'd see that white light in that beautiful throne, and I'd crawl up in it and sit on my daddy's lap. Some of you that's never known your daddy before, get ready to know him and know him intimately. He, his lap is ready. Now some of you that may have hooks in you, old sins, old curses, things like that, when you go up, they're going to pull out, and you're going to go up. Those hooks are coming out and going to make it free for you to go. Some of you are going to feel things that troubles your mind. And that's what the enemy has been trying to do is steal a lot of your minds. You go up there, he can't get to you. He's not welcome up there. So, I'm going to have you do that, and I'm going, to, I'm going to give you maybe five or ten minutes of you just intimately visiting with your brother and your daddy. So, I've told you, you, with all five of your senses, the thing I like the most there is the feelings of his presence and his peace. And if you've been learned to, been taught, you watch your feelings. Wind's been blowing over you ever since I've been speaking. That's angel activity. So now if you'll stand up. Put your hands up. Put your head up. The reason I want your head put up so many of you are tried with rejection. There's no rejection here. They're just sons and daughters. Now take a deep breath. Come Holy Spirit. Good. You're going. Good. Good. Keep breathing. Good. Breathe in. Breathe out the old. Breathe in the new. giving your daddy a visitation. You can do this as often as you choose and you can lead as many people to desire this. For this teaching I've given you, you can give it to whomever will. Now take other breath. That's good. Good. Now some of you ought to feel it coming up the back of your neck on the sides of your head. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Keep moving on, Holy Spirit. Good. 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 Spiritual activity is increasing. Thank you, Lord. Hmm. Good. This is how you start your relationship with Him. This is how you can soak for hours. 
in his presence. Thank you, Lord. Good. Depression has no place here. Some of you being set free from depression. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, things that you're seeing, I don't have time to interpret for all of you. But what you're seeing, there is an interpretation. Search it out in Scripture. It'll show you what he's talking about. Good. 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 For you see, it's the Holy Spirit in your spirit that takes you there. And this is where you were born again to live here on earth. In that heavenly realm. This is how you go. I encourage you to go often. If the enemy will let you sleep at night, then leave and go up and visit your daddy. He won't be there. Thank you, Lord. Well, I've showed you the principle of going there. You can go as often as you choose now. Would you sit down? I want to take you another step. I've did this probably for 30 years, taking entire churches up. I have here before too. But I've never been able to take what's in you out. I've understood it, but I've never had permission to teach it before. There's a power in you. It's right here. The kingdom of God is in you. Right here. Would you share the scriptures, Bunny? Yeah, Isaiah 12.3. Isaiah 12.3. Therefore with joy will you draw water from the wells of salvation. For many years, I've been able to draw waters right out of here and impart it to one another. Now it's your time. It's time that you begin to draw right here, right out of your spirit man, your conscience in tune with the Holy Spirit and the wisdom of the ages, drawing it right up out of you and imparting it to one another. Every born-again person can do this. 
out of here is going to flow the river of life. Rivers will flow out of you. So, watch me. Now I want you to stand up and begin to draw that water out of you. Put your hands up. Pull, pull that water right out of your spirit. Pull. That's it. Pull. Pull. That's right. Pull it right up. The power of God is right there already within you. This is how you release it. You yeah, sell so the laughter and everything, that's part of it. It's part of the joy. Now, I want to take you another step. Uh, men, uh, turn towards some of the men and women, to serve some of the women. And I want you to begin to pull out of your inmost being into them and let them receive from you yeah just pull it up for this is a power by the way when you do this you'll get a word of knowledge and whatever is needed bring it out that's right yeah yeah Yeah, just pull that water up. That's the anointing. And this also has great joy in it. And everything that pulled up out of you will live. What you touch will live.
Hey, I'm going to just put a little worship music on. We're officially done, but we can keep praying for one another, releasing the Spirit. If you need personal prayer, just let the person who's with you know, or you can come find uh, any one of us, um, whoever you want to pray for you. Just pick someone and say, I need prayer.